Jesus is Lord over my body, over my soul, and over my spirit. I am a believer. I am not a doubter. I have struggled to practice faith. And I'm holding fast to my confession of faith. My faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of the living God. I will listen for the words of the good shepherd. I will hear my father's voice, the voice of strangers. I will no longer hear him the mighty name of Jesus. I decree and I declare that no weapon that is fashioned against me, they will not prosper in the mighty name of Jesus. Every sun rising up against me, judgment, they are condemned, they are condemned, they are condemned in the name of the Lord Jesus. I decree and I declare that I can do all things. an accident. Amen. Our destiny is waiting. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you. With none of us will die in the mighty name of Jesus. We our goal in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. We are destined to win. We are destined to win. The Bible tells me in the book of Genesis chapter 1, and verse 31, Genesis chapter 1 and verse 31. The Bible says, And God saw everything that he had made, including you and including me. And behold, it was very good. Amen. You are very good. I am very good. Hallelujah, somebody. Amen. You're not just good, but you are very good. Yeah. That is to say, everything about your physical life is good. Everything about your spiritual life is good. Everything about your marital life is good. Everything about your financial life is good. Everything about our children is very, very good. Yeah. The Lord God said, when he looked at you, when he looked at me, God saw that you are very good. Amen. Amen. Yeah. I want us to know at the same time is um, sometimes the powers of darkness tampered with the destiny of people. 
the tempered with destinies. Amen. And my prayer this morning is that the Lord God will bring everything that has been destroyed or tempered. The Lord God will destroy this morning. Please join me. Join me. Let's pray for everyone on the altar that whatever has been tempered, you know, in the destiny of anyone on this altar this morning, my Father and my God, please let them be restored this morning. Let them be restored. On Conquered. They came, they saw, but they never conquered. 
you know, they were, they, 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 for example, Gehazi would have been the greatest prophet in Israel. But, you know, because of flesh, he couldn't, he couldn't get there. He couldn't get there. Both of them accepted the devil's offer and they never, they never went far. I pray this morning that you will not accept the devil's offer in the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah. Uh, the devil has offered you anything that you are holding on to. The Lord God will take it up away from you this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Son, man, we must always reject the devil's offer. If you want to go far in life, we have to reject the devil's offer. We have to reject the devil's offer in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. What am I simply saying? There was a particular day in my life that, you know, all I do is to, you know, destroy every works of the kingdom of darkness. And that day, the devil, the devil came to me and said, he said, Emmanuel, uh, I want to give him 1.4 billion. And I said, and I and I asked him, what do I do with 1.4 billion? He said, 1.4, you don't have it. And I said to him, I have what is more than 1.4 billion. I have Jesus. I said back to him, I have Jesus. He said, anyone that has Jesus have, have everything. I said, I've got everything. You know, I don't need your 1.4 billion. So the devil can always offer us that kind of, it, it, it will dangle a carrot before us. And we must reject the offer, the offer of, of devil. We must, re, we must reject his offer at all times in our lives. We must reject it. We must reject it. And the Lord will help us all in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Now some, people, some people started badly, but they conquered. They conquered. Jesus, you know, they, 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 they you know, you know some, 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 some people, they started badly, but after they encountered our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, when they encountered Jesus, they, you know, they ended well, they finished well. An example of this with Paul the Apostle was one of them. Paul the Apostle, he started, you know, badly, but he encountered Jesus and he finished well, he ended well. I pray for everyone on this altar this morning. We may have started badly, but because we have encountered Jesus, you will finish well. You, 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 you will end well in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. You will finish well. And then your husband, your wife will finish well. Our children, they will finish well in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The Bible tells me in the book of Ephesians chapter 9 and verse 11, the Bible says that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong. Yes. Amen. Yes. That is what, that is, and, and, and if you go to yes. Romans chapter 9 and verse 16, it says, it is not of him that will it, nor of him that run it. But God that showeth mercy. I pray that morning that God will show me mercy. God will show you mercy. Every one of us on this altar, the Lord God will show us mercy. Our master, our God, our king, he will show mercy unto every family on this altar. In the name of the Lord Jesus, the Lord will show mercy. The Lord will show mercy. Jesus. It is not of him that will it. No, of him that will it. God that showeth mercy. Amen. Everyone will be wondering what is going on. Is it only you? Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
understand, man, the secret of winning the race is great. The secret of winning the great, you know, you know, the race of life is grace. That is the secret. You want to, you, you know, you know, you want to win the race of life. When the grace of God is upon your life, you can never be disgraced. When the grace of God is upon you, I pray this morning that that grace, his grace will be sufficient for you. The grace, his grace will be sufficient. His grace will be your sufficiency in the name of Jesus. Amen. Uh, we need grace to win. We need grace to win the race of life. We need, we need, we need grace. We need grace. We need grace. We need grace in order to win the race of life. The question this morning is, thank you, Holy Spirit. The question is, how or where can we obtain grace? To win the race of life? For a destiny to, you know, you know for us to be destined to win, we need the grace. But how can I obtain? Where, where can I obtain the grace? The answer we can find, you know, is found in the book of John chapter 1. And verse 17, John chapter 1, verse 17, that is where the answer is. John 1, 17 says, For the law was given by Moses, but grace and uh, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Amen. The only one that can give grace is our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. It's our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. You know, when, when we share the grace and fellowship, we say the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The grace of our Lord and Savior. The giver of grace is Jesus. The giver of grace is Jesus. If you don't know him, if you don't know him, if you don't know him, you know, how can he give that grace unto you? So there's need for you and I to know him. The question is, do you know him? Do I know him? Do you know him? You need to know him. There's no one that encountered Jesus and remained the same. He's the one that gave us grace. So we need Jesus. We need Jesus. You need Jesus. I need Jesus. He's the giver of grace. My Lord and my Savior is the giver of grace. Before we can win the race of life, we must surrender all to Jesus. We must accept him as our Lord and as our Savior. He is the one that giveth grace. He is the one that giveth grace. He is the one that gives grace. It's important that you know him. It is important that I know him. In the book of First Samuel chapter 2, verse 9, the B part of 9 says, For by strength shall no man prevail. For by strength shall no man prevail. By that grace of our Lord, you will win in Jesus' name. Amen. By the grace of our Lord and our you will win. You will win. You are Amen. destined to win. You Amen. are destined. Your destiny, destiny to be a winner. You will win. Amen. I speak to everyone on this altar this morning in the name that is above every other name. You will win in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. You will win in Jesus' name. By the grace of our Lord, you will win. Amen. Amen. To you that what God has finished can no longer finish you. You will win in Jesus' name. This morning, the personality under consideration, our focus is on Peter. The personality under consideration, I want to focus on Peter. 
you know, Peter was destined, one of the things about Peter, Peter was destined to win. That was the destiny. Peter was destined to win, and through the help of Jesus, he won. Amen. Peter started as a fisherman, not as a doctor, not as a lawyer, amen, not as an accountant, not as an engineer, not amen. as um, a Yahoo Yahoo, but he started as a fisherman. He had a poor background, but God did not allow his background, you know, to put him on the ground. You know, one thing about Peter, Peter was a poor man, as we saw, you know, until he encountered Jesus, he was a poor man. He toiled all the night, you know, <laughs> you know, it's always, you know, so we want to agree that this man was a poor man. He had no money to pay, even to pay the tribute collectors. When they came to him in the book of Matthew chapter 17, verses 24 to 27, he had no money. He had no money to give, you know, even to a street beggar. As we saw in the book of Acts of the Apostles, when the man at the beautiful gate was you know, asking for hands, he had nothing to give him. He had nothing to give him. You know, and at the book of Acts is our witness. He had nothing to give. So this man was a poor man. He was a poor man. There's no doubting about that fact. He was a poor man. He even confessed in Acts, you know, chapter 3 and verse 6a. When he met the man at the beautiful gate, he said to the man, silver and gold have I none. Amen. He said, silver and gold I have none. I don't have silver. I don't have gold. He said to the man begging, apart from being poor, Peter also experienced failure in his business. Peter experienced failure in his business. We can see that in the book of Luke chapter 5, you know, from verses 1 to 11. You know, reveal certain things about Peter. I don't want to go there because of our time, but Luke chapter 5 reveals some things about Apostle Peter. And we can see these few things, you know, Peter failed in business. This man failed. He failed in business. Despite the fact that he was a professional fisherman. Amen. He still toiled. The Bible said he toiled all the night. He labored. He struggled. This man struggled. And he still failed to catch a fish, single one. He couldn't. A several, you know, casting produced no cashing. It's always casting its nest, but nothing, producing nothing. I don't know who you are on this altar this morning. I don't know who you are on this altar this morning. I don't know who you are on this altar this morning. You, you have been casting and you have been cashing nothing. Because this morning is a special morning which which you will encounter the, the, the everlasting king of glory. Your story will change in Jesus' name. Amen. That story will change about your life in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. In the name. Amen. Apostle Peter, Peter encountered Jesus and he released his boat to Jesus. You know, in request, because the Lord asked him, you know, can I use your boat? Son, anyone that, you know, the Lord Jesus entered into the boat of his life when, 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 when Jesus stepped, you know, when Jesus stepped into the event of your life, everything becomes eventful. Everything becomes eventful. It will step into the boat of your life this morning. My Lord Amen. and my Lord, my, my master, my king. My Redeemer, my Savior, will step into the boat of your life this morning. My Amen. Son, 
Jesus mighty name. Lord, my God, it will step into that issue in your life. The Lord will step in, in the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord will step in and it will take over. The Lord will step in in the name of Jesus. It will step in this morning. Amen. You know, for, for Peter, for releasing his boat to Jesus, Peter was compensated. Jesus gave him a net tearing and a boat sinking card. Son, Ma, will you give your life to him this morning? Mm-hmm. Will you surrender your life to him this morning? Will you surrender your totality to him? Surrender all. Look at that man that the daughter was at the point of death when he met with Jesus. The Bible says he fell flat before Jesus. He went, he prostrated before Jesus. He surrendered all. He surrendered his authority. He surrendered his position. He put his life at risk because, you know, in those days, no man is allowed to worship a fellow human being. Amen. But Jairus knew that this is not just a human being. This is the almighty God. He surrendered. And at the end of it all, the girl was brought back to life. I say to you this morning, whatever is dead in your life will be restored back to life in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Number five, Jesus changed his profession. The profession of Peter was changed. It changed him from a fisherman to a fisher of men. Luke chapter 5, verse 10 be, you know, is our book. In Acts, in, in the book of Acts, chapter 9, verse 1 and 2. You know, we saw here that the Lord Jesus empowered him. After the empowerment, Peter began to do effort. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Peter began, Peter began to do exploits after the empowerment. So now the Lord will empower you this morning. The Lord, the Lord Jesus will empower me. The Lord Jesus will empower you. And we'll begin to do exploits in Jesus' name. We'll begin to do exploits. Begin to do exploits in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. You know, thank you, Holy Spirit. You know, thank you, Almighty Peter God. Was, you know, at that point in time, the Lord Jesus was sought after. Sorry, Peter. Peter was sought after. Peter was sought after. They were, you know, they they, they were looking for him everywhere. In Acts chapter nine and verse thirty-six, it was sent for after Sister Docas died. You know, and, you know, after that woman died. And God used him to restore the class back to life. You know, it became a sought after. As you encounter Jesus this morning, you will be sought after. The whole world will be looking for you. You will be in to mankind in Jesus' name. You will be blessing to your generation. I don't know who I'm talking to this morning. I say you will be a blessing to your generation. Jesus' mighty name. The whole world will be looking for you. Everywhere they will be. They will be calling. They will. They will. They will search for you in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, thank you, Lord. Peter's, you know, Peter's. Uh, thank you, Peter. Uh, 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 you know, Peter was. You know, Peter will be likened to many of us. You know, uh, and and you know, like we have some weaknesses. You know, like Peter had. You know, he first. Peter faced many challenges in his day, uh, and some or most of us we are facing also many challenges. Amen. Any of challenges or weaknesses could have made him lose. You know, for Peter, if I mean a lose of Peter, but because he was destined to win, 
you know, Jesus was always available to rescue him. You know, and we saw some examples about the life of Peter. Example number one, Peter could not pay the tax collectors because he had no money, but Jesus rescued him. Mm. man, maybe you are facing financial challenges. I'm here to announce to you this morning in the name that is above every other name. The Lord Jesus will rescue you out of every financial challenges that you are facing in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm talking to millionaires this morning. There's none Amen. of them. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. You know, Peter, Peter, Apostle Peter, he failed in business. He failed also in business. He failed. He failed in business. But Jesus rescued him by launching him into the deep of overflowing blessings. As we saw in the book of Luke chapter 5, when you read verses 1 to 10, you know, a, you know, a lifetime salary, it got like that. But, you know, even when he got that lifetime salary was paid to him, Peter, 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 Peter left everything. He left everything. And he went after Jesus. He left everything and went, you know, all the money that he would have made from those fishes, you know, you know, that the, 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 the both sinking blessings of that, he left everything. And he followed Jesus. Sir and Ma, are you ready to leave everything? And to follow Jesus. Are you ready for him this morning? Are you ready to say I'm leaving everything? I'm following you. I surrender all to you. All to Jesus, my blessed Savior. I surrender all. I surrender all to you, my Lord and my God. Number three, Peter doubted Jesus and he began to sink. That's another encounter he had. He cried unto Jesus for help. Jesus stretched forth his hands. And rescued him, as we saw in Matthew chapter 14 and verse 30 and verse 31. You know, the Lord God will stretch forth his hands to you this morning, to your family this morning. Amen. What the situation is, but my Lord and my God, our Lord and our God, he will rescue you out of that situation. I'm here to announce to you, you may have been worrying, you know, how am I going to get out of this? But the Lord will rescue you out in Jesus' name. Amen. He knows about it, and because he knows about it, I'm, I'm here to assure you this morning that the Lord will rescue you out in the name of Jesus. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. At the moment in the life of Peter, you know, the Bible tells us that Peter went back to fishing after Jesus had made him a fisher of men. Amen. Can you imagine that? He went back to fishing. He went back to fishing. Amen. Peter didn't, you know, he didn't go alone. He even called about, you know, five, I think there were six of them. He went with six other disciples in the book of John. We can see that in John chapter, chapter 21, I think, when, and from verse 3. He took six more people. He said, well, look, let's forget about Jesus. And he went back. He went back to fishing. He went back. Son, Ma, you will not go back in Jesus' name. Amen. You will not turn back in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. In the name, I will not go back. I will not turn back in Jesus' name. I will not turn my back against Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. I am not of them that I will not drop back. None of us will drop back. I am not of them that drop back. We will not drop back into perdition in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Peter didn't go alone. He went with six other people. He went. He took six people with him. And he said to them, let us go fishing. 
They said unto him, we also go with thee. You know, Jesus appeared unto them at that point and fed them with bread and fish from heaven. Son, Ma, the Lord will return back to me and to you this morning. Maybe we have gone back efficient. Maybe we have turned back. Maybe we have, we have turned back. The Lord will show us mercy. The Lord will appear to you. The Lord will appear to your family. Amen. In Jesus, my Lord and my God will appear. He will appear. The same Jesus that you and I have come to meet with on this altar. He will appear back unto us in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord will appear. The Lord will show mercy. And it will appear in Jesus' name. When we look at the book of Matthew, chapter 26, and verses and verses and verses 6, and when we read from um, Matthew chapter 9 and verse 74, also Peter denied Jesus with an oath. He denied Jesus with an oath, saying that he did not know Jesus. He denied with an oath. You know, when you get to that place in, in, in Jerusalem, they, they know, that was the that was where 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 the the the, uh, the high priest lived. Then then he denied Jesus. He denied. He said, "I never know him." With an oath, he denied him. He denied. He denied the everlasting King of Glory. When we get to verse seventy-four, says at a point Peter it began to curse and he began to swear. He began to say, "Say, I know not this man." Despite the denial, despite the denial, sad man, despite the denial of Peter, despite the denial of Peter, despite the, the, the denial, the Lord did not forsake Peter. The Lord did not forsake him. He swore that he never knew Jesus. But the Lord never, never, never forsake him. I'm here to announce to you this morning, maybe I have denied him, maybe you have denied him. Son, my the Lord will not forsake you. The Lord will not leave you. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name. He promised never to leave nor forsake us. He mm. did not forsake Peter. He did not. He did not say, Oh, because of what you do. If it's me and you, and someone did that to you, maybe we want to take we want to take revenge. But it's not so with our God. The Lord did not forsake Peter. Peter you know, Peter at the point Peter, Peter fell asleep. When I was supposed to be washing in the book of Matthew, chapter 26, you know, and verse 38, verse 38 to 40, Jesus said to Peter, What could you, you know, what could you not wash with me one hour? Could you, could you not? You know, you know, at the point, you know, when they came to arrest Jesus, Peter smote a servant of the high priest, you know, and, and cut off his hair. You know, and, and and that servant's name for Bible and Bible history students is is, is Marcus. You know, he cut off the head, he cut off, and you know, and and the Lord said, "You don't know what you are carrying. You don't you don't do that." At the point, he said, "They want to call down fire from heaven," and the Lord said, "You know, you don't know what you are carrying." Amen. Amen. When we get to John chapter eighteen and verse ten, you know, that is where we see that account of that of that. You know, what did Jesus do to Peter? In John chapter 18 and verse 11, Jesus simply told him to put his sword into his sheet. Amen. Put your sword back into his sheet. At a point, you know, without the knowledge of Peter, Satan wanted to destroy him. Mm -hmm. And Peter does not even know about it. But the Bible says, you know, the Lord Jesus said to Peter, I have prayed for you. He said, I have prayed for you. The Lord, the Lord said to him, 
I've prayed to him. You know, you know, Satan has desire to sift you like weeds. Mm. May he not sift you, may he not sift me like weeds. For your family, may Jesus mm. pray for every one of us on this altar this morning. Amen. That man, Satan will have succeeded, but Jesus rescued Peter. The Lord Jesus prayed for him. The Lord prayed for him. For you, you are destined to win, and you need to ask Jesus this morning that my Lord and my God, I am destined to win. Please pray for me as I come on this altar this morning. Pray for my family, Lord Jesus. Please pray for me, for my family. Pray for me, my Lord and my God. Please open your mouth. Please open your mouth this morning. Ask Him to pray for you. Ask Him to pray for your family. Have the devil to sit challenges in life. Please pray, my Lord and my God. I pray this morning. Pray for my Pray for every family. the devil to to attempt to away in your presence in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, have my Savior, pray for me, Father Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, God, pray for me this Peter won and he ended well. 
I will win, I will end well in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I will end well in the mighty name of Jesus. I will be great in Jesus' name. I will finish well, I will finish well in the name of Jesus. I will be a
Amen. 